We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hola. Hancock. Here we are. Monday night. Monday night. It doesn't feel like a Monday night, though, does it? It feels like a Sunday night. It feels like a Sunday night. Yeah. But there's no sport on tonight, is there? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, no, there's a uh, Game 7, the uh, Colorado or no, the, no. The, the Hurricanes and the uh, Rangers. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. NHL playoffs, Game 7, and uh-huh. then the winner goes on to the, what is it, the Eastern Conference Finals against the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, and then we just heard from Wheeler. He's getting ready to start his new gig tomorrow. 10-2, to 2, the yeah. show, it's yeah. called. It's called the show. I'm looking forward to listening to him and so Ranji. So you got uh, Ranji, you got Kevin Wheeler <laughs> out there, you got... Uh, what was that person's you name? You got... Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they, they, um, <sighs> uh, female. A- Alice. Female, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you know, she was just on. She's kind of forgettable because uh, she was just on a minute ago, and she yeah. was saying that... She's excited to be working with her two favorite people she's ever worked with. Yeah, that was Alex uh, Martin. Uh, I think that was her name. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have to tune in tomorrow and figure yeah, find out, out who, who that was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, they must have yielded on her for the name of the show. The show. The show. That's yeah. what they really dug deep for that yeah, one, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be, open, I'll be opening up the uh, <clears throat> the restaurant. The restaurant? Yeah. yeah. What are you mm-hmm. going to serve at yeah. the restaurant? Food. Food. That's there the you go. That's all it's just going to say yeah. is food. Yeah. At a drink, might have a drink at the restaurant. Dessert, yeah, hard to mm, say. Yeah. I'm not a big dessert guy. All right, what are you wearing? What? What are you wearing? This. What? What is that? Well, it's 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 my T-shirt. What? What does it say? It's, it says seven. Oh my gosh, you're honoring Tom Brady's seven uh, uh, Super Bowl rings. No, no, what? honoring the greatest snooker player to ever live in the history of. Think about this, Michael. Okay, in the history of snooker. Yeah, a game many people don't even know exists. But it's a great game. The greatest player to ever live, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Ronald. Yes, from Essex, England. He just won his seventh world championship, and I I got online on the uh, internets the other night. On the internet? And uh, ordered me up one of these seven Ronnie O'Sullivan uh, t-shirts, and I am drinking tea. Out of my, I don't think I've ever seen you drink tea. Seven Ronnie, well, it's uh, you know if you're going to have an English cup, you got to have tea in it. So yeah. uh, I'm having my Ronnie O'Sullivan Seven mug uh, with some uh, uh, some hot tea, hot a, tea, a spot, a spot Ooh, of tea, a spot of tea. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Did uh, Ronnie? He he's not a pretty sounding Englishman, is he? No, he's kind of Cockney. Yeah, uh, yeah. He kind of mumbles. Right? From, from the streets, the robot, Ronnie's from the streets. But I mean, the guy can play. It's it's like watching. It's like watching poetry being written yeah. when he uh, picks up the cue. Not unlike 
right. Uh, others that uh, are particularly gifted in the... Uh, so today <clears throat> was Memorial Day, and Hancock <clears throat> and I had a couple of minutes to be able to spend some time together, On the which means table. that Mrs. Hancock wanted some time away from John, <laughs> uh, which means he gave me a call. He said, hey, kid, let's uh, go out and... Play a little snooker. Yeah, we did. And uh, on a holiday, uh, a little Monday, kind of felt like we were cheating on work, didn't you? Uh, No, it was a holiday. It was empty. There's nobody in there. Uh, It was a pretty day. Most people were outside. Yeah, I mean, towards the end, they they had some activity. That girl that's with uh, Ranji and um, um, uh, Wheeler, she runs. She's a runner. April. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, it probably was a good day to be out running. I wonder if she'll talk about her running tomorrow. Oh, I think she probably will. Yeah. You know, April, uh, she won year on her birthday, Uh um, which I believe we broadcast live. Oh, she Uh, ran however many uh, miles of of her birthday. Yeah, it was like 64 miles. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. 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 I was surprised that it was that little. It, it the miles. I, I thought we would be there for longer. Yeah, but, she, but uh, it was a, it was quite the uh, yeah. quite the occasion. So, but you beat the snot out of me today at the um, <clears throat> at the pool uh, hall. Well, yeah, you know, uh, missed missed some balls. Yeah, and uh, but man, <clears throat> I did make some shots. I mean, you, know, you did. I well, you had a couple of you know, and and snooker is a complicated game. Listen, if you if you don't watch it, it's worth the uh, googling and YouTubing. Let me tell you, if you YouTube a little snooker soon, you too will be online buying Ronnie O'Sullivan coffee mugs. Now, are you a, uh, or whenever are the Cardinals win the, you know, 2006 World Series yeah. and they do those advertisements, yeah. we've minted a coin just for you, yeah, Cardinal no. fans. Are you that guy? I don't buy the coin. But, well, or, you know, a but hat. The, yes. the the commemorative hat. Sure. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. that's what happened in the snooker matches. They came up and said, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Breaks the all-time record, seven-time world champion. Sign up now Incredible. for $20, and we'll, and we'll send you a, a, a T-shirt and a cup made in China. No, I, oh. uh, I got online. He's got a shop right there outside of uh, the Crucible Theater where the world championships are uh-huh. being played. That'd be like Wimbledon to, yeah. to, to yeah. Uh, yeah. snooker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, and so, you know, they're selling hats and shirts and cups and you know, any manner of things. Uh-huh. And he's just developed this nice little seven- to uh, to commemorate his seventh world championship. Did he do nobody... this for his sixth? Nope, no. So if he does his eighth, just imagine oh, what it would look like. Yeah, it'll have an. How old up. is he? Forty-seven. Now is that old for snooker? Very old. He's the really? oldest world champion in history. But I would think billiards, just billiards in general, would have competitors who are you know uh, top of their game at a later age in life. Well, it has to do with the back. Uh, your eyes start to start to go at some point. Uh-huh. You know, that, that, I think that's maybe why that's I, my issue. My I missed eyes. some shots today because of the eyes, but um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, it, like anything else, you kind of age out of your great shape. Yeah, but that doesn't seem to be the case when it comes to our work products, does it? Uh, the, the older you are, the, it seems like the more knowledge and experience you have. So therefore, well, you're, like our, you're a little like sharper. Our, like our friend Amber. I mean, yeah. she's she's out there running, and well, uh, she had several years on with uh, Charlie Brennan. Boy, that was a great show, the Charlie Brennan show with um, the, yeah Autumn. Um, Autumn, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was her name. Yeah, it was a good show. Hey, well, uh, speaking of great shows, uh, we've got one for you tonight, and uh, we're going to very shortly step aside Are so we, we can talk to the gentleman in the Windy City. He'd be our sports insider. He's going to talk a little NBA tonight. John Jr. after this on KMOX. 
Ah, uh, yes, the old NBA theme song that uh, means that we Written will go by, now. Uh, Trevor Rabin. Trevor Rabin. Do you know who wrote the original one on NBC? Uh, it doesn't matter. It was John Tesh. Yeah, good for him. He's yeah. married to, uh, what's her face? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the gal that runs here on KMOX. Uh, no, I don't remember uh, her name. Uh, I don't remember her name. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Amber. Amber. I think it's Amber. Yeah, let's pull up that uh, John Tesh NBA to play on the way out. Let's go now to our NFL Sports Insider. He's none other than John Jr. John, how are you, buddy? Hey, now I'm doing good, Michael. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you perfect. How's the weather up in Chicago? It's uh, very nice. It's, uh, you know, it's 88 and sunny today. No complaints. Did you uh, happen to take in uh, a game there? I know the two teams were going at it, the Cubs and the Sox, right? Yeah, I did not get down to the south side for that. Um you know they but say definitely the, want to get up to they say the uh, south side of Chicago is the uh, baddest part of town. It is. They do. Yeah. Yeah, but Old if you Leroy. go down there, you you know you better just beware of a man named Leroy Brown. And how? What kind of guy was he? Well, he's uh, stands about six foot four. Uh huh. Yeah. Was he a bad man? He's got a drop top Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> Junior, this is the humor I have to put up with ever since you left town. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's a shame, Michael. You know, you're doing God's work. So we have a game seven tonight, the Rangers and the Carolina Hurricane. Hurricanes. Uh, it looks as though the Rangers are up, what, two to nothing? Any thoughts on that series? Uh, yeah, it's been a good series. Game seven, best two words in sports. I think the Rangers, they were my pick beforehand and obviously up 2-0. Well, you did Sticking pretty well. Uh, you did pretty well last week prognosticating the NBA Finals. If, uh, no, I did. If yeah, we, I told you it'd be the Warrior Celtics. You did, and a lot of people thought the Heat uh, were going to prevail in that series against uh, the Boston Celtics, but they did not. Yeah, a lot of the people that picked the Heat, unfortunately, just don't know basketball, and that's why uh, stick to the experts like myself, mm-hmm. Chris Broussard. You know, we'll tell you the truth. <laughs> So uh, we've got it's going to be kind of interesting. I mean, you got Steph Curry over the, with the Warriors. You got our own hometown Jason Tatum with the Celtics. Uh, most of the experts think the Warriors are going to win this thing. Where does uh, where do you come out? Yeah, so my heart, I want to pick Tatum. I would love to see the St. Louis kid bring it home for one of the most story franchises in the NBA. But you know, I don't think I can go against Golden State. I think that's going to be the Warriors in six uh, when it's all said and done. Just too many offensive weapons. What in particular uh, scares you for the Boston Celtics? Yeah, so what they've done uh, coming up, you know, they shut down Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, very impressive. They shut down Giannis. uh, Then they shut down Jimmy Butler against the Heat. The Warriors, though, they got offense all over the court. You got to not just – Shut down Steph. You got Clay Thompson. You got Jordan Poole, the new kid on the team. And then Andrew Wiggins, I'm going to throw in there. Uh, you got four guys who can put up big numbers. And a lot of the teams they've played so far have been one or two dimensional in that regard. Well, and you, they also have Draymond Green, not to be forgotten. I mean, this is yeah, a guy. absolutely. And Draymond Green, he'll give you 10 points, you know, six boards, six assists minimum. And He's the spark plug. So do you see this being more of a physical series or more of a finesse series between these two? So I think it's going to need to be physical for Boston to really have a chance. They got the size down low. Uh, They got Horford. They can kind of try to play bully ball. If they're not winning the battle on the glass with Golden State, um, playing their small lineup, they don't have a chance. So uh, it's going to take us to the end of the NBA season. Um, 
if you peek over the peek over the hill towards the twenty twenty three season, mm. uh, what teams do you see emerging? I mean, Golden State's been a factor now for the better part of five, six, seven years. Uh, what teams are out there that are kind of on the rise? Yeah, so this is Golden State's sixth final in the past eight years, um, which is kind of a very quiet dynasty run they've been on. I think my Chicago Bulls with Lonzo Ball uh, coming back, I think they'll be a team to watch out for next year. The Lakers, if they're able to move Westbrook, you know, you got LeBron, AD, can't count them out. Uh, Nuggets should be good. You get Michael Porter Jr. and uh, Murray coming back to pair up with the back-to-back MVP Jokic. So I think Nuggets are a team to watch out in the West too. Yeah, how about the Hawks? Uh, you know, a lot of the Atlanta Hawks used to be the St. Louis Hawks, and we like to see the Hawks do well. Uh, how do they look going forward? And so they got Trey Young, one of the best young scorers in the league. Uh, it's kind of a similar situation to Doncic in Dallas, where I don't know how much he's going to be able to carry a team by himself, but he's one of the most exciting players to watch in the league, and. You know, they'll definitely be a playoff contender, and we'll see if they can make some noise. Well, we've exhausted my knowledge of the NBA, so we got to switch sports. Are you okay with that if we talk a little football? Absolutely. So we're coming up on summer camp uh, time. Uh, some teams are having to figure out the hard reality of who their quarterback is going to be. Cleveland's made the shift. They've gotten rid of maybe arguably the biggest fraud in the NFL uh, Russell Wilson now uh, transplanted to Denver. What do you see, my friend? Yeah, I think Russell Wilson in Denver is going to be very interesting to watch. They have a great defensive team, and now and they've had one of the worst quarterback situations over the past few seasons. I think Russell Wilson, if he's able to perform at a level that you know we've all been accustomed to, I think they're going to make some noise and challenge the Chiefs for first place in that division. What is it about these Mizzou quarterbacks? I mean, I'm thinking about Blaine Gabbert, thinking about Chase Daniel, thinking about uh, Drew Locke. Now, back in the day, Phil Bradley. Uh, that's before your time. Uh, but what is it about these Mizzou quarterbacks that they just can't quite cut it as a starter in the NFL? Yes, yeah, so Chase Daniel, I mean, say what you want about him. He's living the dream. He's banked, I think, $40 million as a backup quarterback in the NFL. Doesn't have to get hit, you know, provides a mentorship role where needed. Otherwise, he just slings them in practice and cashes checks. That That's the goal. How do you mentor somebody when you don't have any experience in what you're mentoring them on? Like, hey, you know, here's how I used to win the big game. What, when I was in high school? <laughs> well, no, he, he had the one big game. I think it was 2014, back up against the Chiefs, uh, beat the Chargers, kept them out of the playoffs, and he turned that one game into a you know 10-year career. But but who hasn't kept the Chargers out of the playoffs? I mean, you know, I mean that's a team that they've done absolutely nothing. They've had all this Philip Rivers. They've had all this hoopla. Uh, they moved into a Ladanian soccer stadium, Tomlinson. Ladanian, and, and and they they've never done squat. That's just a kind of a cursed franchise, I think. Yeah, and I, I completely agree with that. And you throw them in a division with the Raiders, just two kind of uh, hapless, sad teams. All right, so you got Stan Kroenke. He owns the Colorado Avalanche. His wife owns the Colorado yeah, Avalanche, John. Yeah. Yeah, he think, wouldn't be, that, yeah. he would not, not be violating the NFL laws. Don't, yeah, don't denigrate him. He won the yeah. Super Bowl with Billion the LA Rams. <laughs> what is it with this guy? Uh, I, I don't know. He's 
not an honorable dude. Um, you know, the fans can't stand to the whatever team he owns over there in England, uh, the soccer team. He's Arsenal. The fans there can't stand him either. He's Arsenal, isn't he? Yeah, he's Arsenal. No, they hate him. He's like banned from even going now, let to the me stadium. Ask you, let me ask you this. Uh, we're visiting with John Hancock, our sports insider. Uh, my contention is that soccer is not really a sport because uh, you can't use your hands. And uh, where do you come down on that controversy? Uh, it, that's just an asinine statement to make that it's not a sport. It's yeah. the number one sport in the world. It's yeah. not exactly my cup of tea, but you know, without a doubt, it requires the cardio and conditioning that you would you think of when you think of physical exertion in a sport. Well, why? Event. What is your problem with soccer? They just because there's not a lot of scoring, you don't have the tension span. Well, to yeah, you can't use wait your long enough. And if you ask somebody what's the score of the soccer game, the answer ninety percent of the time is nothing. Nothing. You can't. You can't use your feet in basketball. Uh, well, you can bounce it off your foot if you're you know trying. But, to... So why no, would it's you a kick and then it's a dead ball? Yeah, uh-huh. thank you. Uh huh. There was a flawed argument on your part. Well, there, the Hancock. feet are not as important as the hands. I mean, you think about you know. No, the, the, it shows that how much more talented you are that you can control a ball with your you know furthest away appendage. It's funny that Junior would mention a cup of tea uh, oh. as I'm sipping on my cup of tea here out of my Ronnie O'Sullivan seven-time world champion uh, mug that just arrived <laughs> today. Back to the feet. Ice hockey is more impressive than field hockey, correct? Yes. Yes. And and that's because they're on skates using their feet to maneuver on ice, correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. So they're therefore, you know, feet are very critical to, to a sporting event. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you, counselor. Hey, how about this guy showing up with a, a t shirt on like he's a six year old kid and his team just won the uh you know, the the Boston Celtics. He's walk, running around with a Ronnie O'Sullivan t shirt on. A little weird for an old man, isn't it? Nah, it's a little strange. <laughs> hey, he was telling a story not too long ago about uh, a time you, he he forced you to run when you had broken hips. Do you recall this? I, I, this is sounding like a load of malarkey. Uh, oh, no, really? No, I'll, I'll tell the story after the break. I, no, this is this actually did happen. Uh, it ended uh, Junior's football career. Your football career ended after that uh, experiment? Or did you just decide oh, yeah, you weren't it into was it a shame. anymore? I was getting looked at by a couple uh, D2 colleges. <laughs> but, you know, Lindenwood was after you? <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't quite Lindenwood. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Lindenwood's, uh, they've had some guys in the NFL, Lindenwood. Yeah. So are they really be, going to D1? Don't be, uh, certainly in uh, Not hockey, in they football. Are. I, Lindenwood's the ish. How man. can they can compare the ish? They what are. are you, 12? Uh, no, Lindenwood's <laughs> a real deal. <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, uh, the, how, where they, what are they in the SEC? Where they've the got, heck is Lindenwood at? players make the NFL. No, I understand, yeah. but when you said they're a Division One school, what conference did they go into? Well, they're in the, uh, the ish, what? Hold on. Tyler's the here. Come on, Tyler. Tyler. Where, where are they? Where's he gone? All right. Uh, Ohio Valley, the Ohio Valley Conference. Yeah, who else OBC. is in that? That's like uh, I think Murray State right. and some of those schools. Yeah, so they're huh. in the OVC, buddy. I, yeah. you, you little snob. <laughs> uh, Lindenwood is the ish, and they're growing. It's good. Well, we want to thank it's, our sports insider, John. Slow Billikens College Basketball next year bucket. Really? Wow. Deep run. Wow. Oh, that's a prediction. We'll mark the tape. Yuri uh, Collins is coming back. Yep, he's coming back, and I think the boys are fired up, ready to go. Well, that's John Hancock from the uh, windy city of Chicago, Illinois. Have yourself a safe evening. Stay off the streets. It's dark now. <laughs> and uh, when we come back, 
<laughs> well, the Mona Lisa, somebody smeared some stuff on her. We're going to talk about that after this on KMOX. Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa, men have named you. That's got a beautiful voice, You're doesn't he? So yeah, that's like all uh, Nat King Cole. Yeah, kind of reminds smile. me of that. Yeah, that was the show there. I remember listening to her once. Yeah. Now this is uh, he, he's got uh, oh, his daughter that he does the duet with. Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole. Who's, uh, apparently she's yeah. not Natalie King Cole. She would be. Do you yeah. Natalie Queen. Like, Potentially, I guess King Nat, Nat King. I, I guess the King was a nickname. Oh. Now yeah. look that up in a second. All right. All right, hey, did you hear this about the Mona Lisa, Mona not. Lisa? Let me tell you this. The Mona Lisa was the subject of an attempted vandalism Whoa. on Sunday. Now, you yourself, we should let the people know, for full disclosure, Yeah, Michael Kelly is an artist. I am. He's a painter. Yes. And he paints all kinds of stuff. Yes. That's how, how is that relevant to this story? Well, we're because doing. we're talking okay. about the Mona Lisa. Oh, so I, yeah. Well, I, most people are artists. You're an artist. You play uh, on a piano. But I don't paint. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, it's Sunday when a guy, so listen to this, a guy yep. put on uh, a wig and acted like he was handicapped. Okay. Goes Got in a, in a wheelchair yeah. and gets right up front because everybody lets him up front. Oh, of course. Throws yes. a piece of cake at the artwork. Cake at the Mona Lisa. And then begins to smear it. He smeared the cake on the Mona Lisa. All over the Mona Lisa. Now, let me just tell you a quick little story about the Mona Lisa. Yeah. It's in what museum? Do you know the name of the, the museum? The Louvre. And the Louvre is where? In Paris. Gay Paris. Yeah, and it's under the big triangle. So you go down and, you know, it's not an easy place to get to. You've got to, you've got to travel a little distance to get yeah. in to see the Mona Lisa. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then finally when you get to the Mona Lisa, you have this vision that it's going to be the size of, I don't know, a large poster maybe? Yeah, big, you know, like the Farrah Fawcett poster. Like a Farrah Fawcett yeah, poster. Yeah. <clears throat> It's like a it's postage not. stamp. It's not much bigger than the computer screen. It's in like front a, of you. what, like an eight by ten? Yeah, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Maybe like, like a, a 12, by... 12 by eighteen, eighteen by twelve, wow. something like that. It's like yeah. a yard sign for a politician. Exactly, huh. and it's encased in like all this glass, and it's air controlled. So the guy was wiping the stuff, really not on the painting. He was doing it on the plastic glass. So he was wiping cake on the plastic glass in front yeah. of the Mona so Lisa he, at the Louvre uh, in Paris. Right, and there's no word yet on if he was trying to make a political statement or he was a goofball who wants to get on the Internet. But here's my question Perhaps the about, most famous painting in the history of the world. Why? Why? Well. that that's not It's not even that pretty. Well, uh, you know, it's. It's not even that big. Well, so you're not married, Kelly. No, I'm not. Uh, I am married. Thank you, Floyd. If you've ever been married, uh-huh. all of us, at one time or another, have seen that look. And, ah. uh, and, and, and it, it's, it's, it's not a smile. It's not a frown. It's, it's a, kind it's, of a deadpan. It's kind of a look of disgust. Uh-huh. And uh, so when, when, when Da Vinci, who clearly had been married, <laughs> uh, when, when he paints the Mona Lisa... He's in, he's capturing that moment in time when your wife, the woman that you loved, that you fell in love with in your youth, and you you went out and spent more money than you could afford on a ring to place upon her finger, and you married her, and you had children with her, and you built a home together. That woman that is the apple of your eye, the day will come when she's going to look at you just like that. Yeah, because you have screwed up. So you think, and 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 and, and so what? 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 Da Vinci is telling us uh-huh. with the Mona Lisa is, is to the women. He's saying, 
I get it. Right. To the men, he's saying, you screwed up. <laughs> and, and we look at that and we marvel. And we marvel because we, we have screwed up. Yeah. And we know it. And, well, and and then we get reminded of it. Um, we over. Ate, we ate the apple. Over. We ate the and, apple. Oh, no, we didn't eat the apple. Eve ate the apple. We didn't stop her from eating the apple. Oh, we didn't stop her from eating yeah. the apple. Uh, but so that, I mean, what, what that picture encapsulates, Michael, is a, a, a moment that every one of us has lived through. And that is why it's the most famous picture in the history of the world. Do you know how famous it is? It's very famous. It's considered to be priceless. You know what it's insured for? Well, nothing, I guess. They they can't insure it because it's priceless. It has no insurance policy. And that's why the guy wiping yeah. the cake is not going to well, get anywhere near the thing. And and that's why they're making a big deal of this. Did it get stolen? Not to my knowledge. Wait I mean, Tom Hanks, I think, did a movie with it, but I don't yeah. know that he stole it. Well, didn't they have to... Something happened to it, didn't it? No. It got some, like, uh, no. I don't know. Uh-uh. Uh, mold on it or no something? well i mean they probably have had to treat it for certain things and i know yeah. it's in an airtight case now well, and it's interesting they're making such a big deal of this because i think they're opening it up for copycats and the reality is is that i mean, i want to say it's bet- between like three or four pieces of glass and plastic it's it's behind something now they they have to keep it nice and clean so that you can see it yeah but let me john when i tell you that painted in what year uh, I'll look it up. I'll Google it for you. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm gonna go fish here. I'm gonna say it was painted in uh, <clears throat> 1671. Mm. No. 1797. That's what I was gonna say next. Yeah. And uh, there it was, Da Vinci. There in the 18th no. century. Uh, no. It's. Uh, Sometime between 1503 and 1506. There he was in the 16th century, yeah. uh, painting the Mona Lisa. It's 30 the... inches by 21 inches. Yeah. 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 And it is, uh, the painting is probably of the Italian noblewoman Lisa Gerardini, the wife oh. of Francisco della Ginaccio. Yeah. It is painted in oil on a white lombre pop. pop yeah. Poplar panel, whatever that means. Very nice. Had to say that again. No, don't. Poplar panel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they think that he probably may have continued working on it as late as 1517. It was acquired by King Francis of France and is now the property of the French Republic. It has been on permanent display at the Louvre in Paris since 1797. Can you believe uh, that? The Louvre has been there since 1797? Yeah, you ever been to the Louvre? Uh, no, but if I've you been. were the king of France... And if you were going to be the king of France, so you're you're having a kid, you're the, mm-hmm. you're the king and queen of France, and you're having a kid that's going to ascend to the crown, okay? Okay. Why would you name them Francis? I don't know. I mean, it's the king of France, right? You wouldn't call him Francis, Francis Francois. You'd call him Francois. You'd call him, you know, uh, Amy Markscore. I mean, you'd call them something. Yeah. But you that would be call a good name Francis. to to use on, uh, you know, if you you were going to come up with like a really cool show. It's like the King of Italy. You wouldn't call him Italy. No, you know, the King of England. You wouldn't call him, you know, uh, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see he got to open uh, Parliament? The oh other yeah, day? he's 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 the ish. How Charles. about that poor guy? He had to sit there next to his mom's hat, <laughs> and he had to say Her Majesty's <laughs> government, and he kept looking at his hat of his mother. 
The poor guy. And he's old. Like, he's no longer a young man. Yeah, no, no. And, like, he's old himself. Like, he's having a hard time keeping it together. Yeah. And there he is, still waiting to be king. <laughs> uh, you know, it, the the whole crown and whatever is going What's... to happen in England is resting on the, the shoulders of... The, Charles. No, the young kid. What's the young? Uh, William. William, yeah. Yeah, William and he, uh, his wife, uh, uh, Amy Marscores. Uh, uh, yeah, that's where it's at these days. <laughs> yeah. It's William and Kate. Yeah. If they if they screw it up, you might as well just, you know, roll it on up and, and sell it off. Well, folks, if you haven't enjoyed this, you're not alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need to step aside for We're going to get serious when we come back. Yeah, it's Memorial Day, and we're going to talk about Memorial Day next hour, our weekly visit with Sean Michael Lyle, and what's trending with Braxton Payne. So much activity coming your way on The Voice of St. Louis. It's Monday night with Hancock and Kelly. We'll see you after this. It's a Hancock and Kelly show every Monday night. There's not a Cardinal game. You'll want to tune in to us right here from 8 to 10. Boy, we've got a whole hour left with you after we get done talking here right now. And, John, today is Memorial Day. It is. Do you know uh, why it's originally titled Decoration Day? Well, it had to do with the uh, troops after the Civil War. I think it was... uh Given that nomenclature along about 1867, 68, back in there. Yeah, so exactly right. It was formally observed May 30th, 1868. Yeah. It was a National Observance Day uh, for um, Gen- Chief- Commander-in-Chief John A. Logan of the Grand Army of the Republic yeah. for purposes of honoring the Union soldiers who had died in the Civil War. Yeah, think about the Civil War, and obviously we've had so many wars and and conflagration since then, but the Civil War was a massive loss of life and all American lives by, know, on both sides of that thing. By 1890, every Union state had adopted it. The world, uh, the world wars turned into a Democrat, a, a day of remembrance for all members of the U.S. military who died in 1971, which is recent. Yeah, Congress standardized the holiday and titled it Memorial Day and changed its observance to the last Monday in May. There are two other days who uh, we celebrate people who have served in our military armed services. Veterans Can you day? name them? Yeah. And uh, Armistice Day. Armed Forces Day. You're right. Mm-hmm. Which is early in May, earlier in May and Veterans Day is on November the 11th. Now, Veterans Day, do we, don't, we don't get a holiday for that. I think the banks close. It's one of those. Used to. Yeah. It used to be a holiday. But Memorial Day kind of encapsulated. But I'm surprised that it was just since 1971 that we've had Memorial Day. I wonder... Here's what I wonder. Okay. Before 1971, when did they know when to open the pools? <laughs> you know? That's a question. I mean, you know? Yeah. That's it, a great question. I know, because the pools right. open on Memorial Day. That's an excellent point. And so if it's not until 1971, then the pools could have opened on May the 12th. Who knows? Well, well the idea was when the reason they chose uh, towards the end of May is because that's when flowers were blooming throughout the entire country yeah. and it would be easier to place them on the Have graves. Have you ever seen Jefferson Barracks on Memorial Day? It's. I'm sorry to say I haven't, it's, no. It's one of the most beautiful things. You know, all of those tombstones, the white tombstones, that, uh, the rolling hills in there with the American flags at each one, um, all of those lives that serve this country, and there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands, and that's one Cemetery, right? Um, 
it is uh, it's remarkable. My father is buried there, and um, it was Veterans Day not too many years ago um, when we went and um, paid homage to to my right. dad and and all of those who served. But when you when you see just as far as the eye can see these tombstones littering this beautiful field and and begin to contemplate that these people at various times in various causes and various conflicts put their lives on the line some of them give gave their lives in service to our country and you know we can take our country for granted it you know and we can be upset with it disgusted with it um we can be in, you know, agony about it. And certainly with all the horrors we've seen in the last week in, in Texas and, and elsewhere. Uh, but the United States of America remains the greatest nation ever conceived in the history of the world that's provided more opportunity and um, more wealth and more generosity to the world than any other country. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And it's uh, just a small token of what we can do is to observe it and go pay homage. We're right across from the World War uh, Memorial, and uh, it's a beautiful place. I, I walked through it a couple of weeks ago. Did you? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a special little place. And, boy, so is this library over here. This whole little complex that we have right around here is extremely nice. So, John, um, when you were a youngster in the Boy Scouts, did you ever participate in Placing the flags one at year. the grave sites. Yep. Yeah, we did one year. And um, a lot of flags, a lot of tombstones. And, you know, you, you read the names, and it's just name after name. Oh, and I felt the same way in, in Washington, D.C., uh, at the Vietnam Wall. Have, yeah. you, have you been to the Vietnam Wall? I have, and I've also been to Arlington Cemetery, yeah. and it's it's... Oh, it's a feeling that overcomes you. First of all, the, Washington, D.C. is a loud place. Yeah. When you're out on the streets, but when you're in front of that wall, the Vietnam Memorial Wall, there's silence. it's silence, yeah. and it's almost as though the the even the city noise is hushed out. Yeah. Um, I remember as a youngster, I was in the uh, the Boy Scouts uh, Troop 351. There you were, St. Charles, Missouri. What, uh, what rank did you ascend to in the? Uh, I, well, I probably made it to like Star or oh, Life, one of those. Oh. Well, I was close to boy, uh, you know, Eagle Scout. Yeah, but then you had to like commit to going on like hikes and weeks in the woods and that just wasn't my bag so I didn't do it but I do remember every holiday it was uh, Memorial Day uh, of 4th of July and Labor Day we would go out as Troop 351 we would place the flags on uh, Old Town St. Charles there on Main Street if you've ever gone down there they oh, have yeah. The, yeah. and that was our job to put those out every year and it was kind of a, a cool little thing to participate in just a little small way of being a part of it, you know. Um, neither one of us ever served in the armed forces. No, my grandpa was in World War II. Yeah. Um, I don't believe he had to leave the country. He may have um, very briefly. And my other grandfather, uh, my dad's dad, did not serve. No, yeah. he. I don't think he was healthy enough. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, did you ever, at any point, growing up? give thought to serving in the military? Well, my best friend in life growing up, who I'm going to Ireland with, yeah. and we're going to talk about that at the end of uh, our next hour, yeah. I'll tell you about my trip to Ireland, uh, Michael Burgoyne, he he is, you know, he's my idol. He's yeah. a guy who went and served. He went into Iraq and 
Uh, he's been serving our country since the day uh, he got out he of high school. He just retired, right? Just recently retired, uh, 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 Lieutenant Colonel. Wow. And he is um, he is uh, in the process of, uh, he works still related to military and government, but no longer serving in the actual right. military. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was with him yesterday at the baseball game, and we were talking about uh, Memorial Day and uh, obviously, it has a different meaning for those who served and with people who, who well, lost some I of their friends. I am certain that there are people listening to us tonight who have served this country. That's right. And um, we want to we thank you for that service, and we want to let you know how deeply appreciative we are that you and others like you um, have put your li- literally put your lives on the line to defend America. It's Michael Kelly, John Hancock. We'll see you around the corner after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.